Hello, everyone. We're at the Powder Coder Podcast booth, which is in a booth at the Benco sales booth. Uh, Benco is our sponsor, and um, we have a very special guest that I'd like to introduce with you. This is Dayton Jacobson. Thanks for having me. He's a winner for sure. Uh, and uh, last year, Dayton won the 2021 Young Guns uh, competition. Yep, yep. And in this year, he got into the top 40 of the Battle of the Builders with his car, which is going to be, tell me your car. Uh, yeah, I have a 1954 Oldsmobile convertible, 88. I've been building it for 15 years. Uh, the past year, I pretty much shut down my uh, welding and powder coating business just so I could work on it full time. And uh, yeah, like 10 hours a day for a full year. And I, I got it finished. Uh, still a few little minor details to do, but it runs and drives perfect and got a lot of tension down in the North Hall. And, uh, yeah, it was good to see It's me. a beautiful. So give me your Instagram. Yeah, Tell us your uh, Instagram so we can all go look at it. It's Dayton Jacobson 55, D A Y T one J C O B S O N 55. Yes, and I just followed you, so please oh, follow awesome. me back. Yeah, yeah, we'll <laughs> but um, I think when it, I clicked on that one picture uh, that's kind of at the top of your feed, and it's a picture of you at the age of 12, because you've owned this car since since that age. Yeah, I, I, maybe 13, but uh, I think I was 13 when I got it, and I, yeah, I got some pictures of when I when I got it, and then I have also pictures of me standing on it when I was, or in 2009, and then I retook the picture like two months ago yeah. and it's really cool to see the difference on <laughs> you know what what 15 years can do so <laughs> right exactly and you're so young but i mean i want to get in your head a little bit like what inspired you to do this project uh, and to well, have it well my dad and my grandpa always been building cars so when i was young i wanted a car you know pretty much any car and this one popped up and my dad and my grandpa tried to talk me out of it because it's convertible there's, there's really nothing left of the car but I'm like, no, I gotta have that one. And uh, they wanted me to just get like a, you know, a Camaro or, you know, something that's easy to put together because you can buy parts for it. You can, you know, there's thousands of them. This one, there's no parts available. Everything had to be custom made. The frame is of a different car, you know, just, I went pretty wild with it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I wasn't, I was gonna build it just semi, cool i guess right. <laughs> and you know so i can still drive it and then you know back in, when i was 13 i obviously didn't have much money <laughs> uh so i since i won sema last year i was able to get a few sponsors and i was like that kind of made me want to you know try to finish this car from sema this year and uh yeah i kind of went overboard <laughs> the motor i had in it that was running and driving i i took it out because it wouldn't have done well at sema then I ended up building a full uh, twin turbo LS engine. And then I, I rather than having just normal disc brakes around on the car, I did a uh, six piston front and rear and their bare brakes, which is a sponsor model. So, uh, the interior is all out of a 2013 Cadillac CTSV that I caught up, modified, and got it fit. Then it has 10 full cowhides of interior, or, uh, leather on the interior, and some Alcantara. And, yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of hours. Blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> a lot of sure. all. Yeah. yeah. And it is um, such an accomplishment and that you're back here again. You're, you know, you're continuing to compete. Are you going to come back next year? <clears throat> I'm going to take a few years off, uh, focus on my business. Like I said, I'm I shut down 
like 90% of it. I just, you know, kept doing uh, customers, repeat customers and some of my good customers. And uh, yeah, now I got to pay off all the debt so I can, <laughs> so I can start stacking some money again. <laughs> right. And a lot of these people, you know, they have investors or they have money to put into these cars and yeah. stuff, but you really like literally bootstrapped this whole project. Yeah. I mean, even when I built my truck last year, I pretty much spent everything I had, you know, you know, that, that build was like close to like $120,000 of parts. And then I worked on that four years. So I, um, you know, I still like worked at powder coating and, you know, just made a thousand dollars, spent a thousand dollars, made a thousand, right. you know, uh, yeah. And this one, there's no way that I would be here with the car if I didn't just stop, you know, all business pretty much. Yeah. So yeah, I got first time I'm, I'm in debt, Yeah. <laughs> but, but you've but, got a lot of family support though. Yeah. It yeah, like. yeah. Yeah. That most of the people that build even in the young ones, they're building it for a customer of theirs. So their customers, you know, giving them the all the money. The, all they have to do is do the work. Uh, I don't let them build. You know, I, I wouldn't build a full car for a customer because I want to enjoy it. You know, if I'm spending all this time, I don't care how much money you know you might make, but I want to enjoy the car and at least drive it for a few years. Or I'll probably keep this one forever. Yeah, I mean, yes. Yeah, that's, I've had a few offers and close to me wanting to get rid of it but yeah we'll, we'll see what happens but i think the heart and the soul is in that car, exactly and know? the only reason i would get rid of it is to uh, get a bigger shop for my powder coating company and you know bigger oven and all yeah. that stuff what size oven do you have so i built this oven in college which is uh, six foot tall four foot by three foot so i mean i i stay plenty busy uh, you know i can only do two wheels at a time so I mean, I'm, I'm more about the custom, you know, custom cars, custom motorcycles and fine tuning stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, once I get a big enough oven, I want to get one that's, I could do a chassis, but still stick to the custom world. Uh, the industrial stuff doesn't excite me as much. Yeah. But we all know that seems to be where the money's at. <laughs> it is. I mean, we do both. Okay. We yeah. do both uh, automotive and and industrial and architectural as well. We built our own ovens. Okay. Yep. We have electric ovens. Okay, that's what I have. Oh, cool. Uh, you know, four burners only. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know too much about ovens, but you know, a lot of people talk about the gas ones and propane or whatever. I like my electric, but it's small. So, how big is your oven? Uh, we have two. Uh, they're both electric, and the first one we built um, is four feet by four feet by seven feet high. Okay, yep. So, I mean, we built it around doing motorcycle frames yep. and parts and wheels and stuff. Usually, Ross will do one wheel at a time, Okay. but his turnover rate on the wheel is really quick because yep. he's hot coating. Okay, um, yep. You know, so he does that to save time, um, and he gets a better quality cook. Um, and a better quality outcome yep. when he does the one at a time. Exactly. Right? Yep. Know, rather than just rack them all up and then sh shove them all in. Yeah, that's I only fit two side by side and you know make sure they're the same yeah. same height and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. yeah, once I would love to have a, a rack that I can uh, just roll into a big oven. You know, because yeah. right now I'm I'm hanging it on a. Yeah, you know, he so, ha yeah, we have both a rack and he hangs it on. Okay, but so most I, of the time, unless they're like super, super heavy, heavy, yeah. Yeah, then. so like the I built it like I said when I was in college, so I 
did an, I was using a, I think a home oven yeah. at that time. We did this when yeah, we started exactly. with a home oven yep. too. And like, you know, so I built it like two inches off the ground. Yeah. So it's, I can't roll anything in. Yeah. So I've had it where I'm trying to do like the dually wheels, uh, semi super singles, they call them. And like my arm pops out of my stock. So, so then I ended up making a, a little like crane kind of thing that swings into the oven. Right. So I can just do that for the heavier things, you know, frames and Right. Whatnot. That's smart. So, for using your head. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I started this when I was in a, like 10th grade of high school. That's I, awesome. I didn't know powder coating, coating was. And my dad was like, you should start doing some because like, on your own dirt bike parts and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, well, if you split it with me on a Eastwood kit, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> most of us started with. A, of course we do. Yep. And I, I kept that for like probably three years, just mostly doing a lot of my, a lot of my stuff, a lot of like levers and stuff for uh, motocross bikes and stuff like that. And then I, then I got that other oven. Oh, then I got the other oven and then really quickly I got the biggest one. So, uh, but yeah, then I, then I ended up getting a Nordson. Oh, uh, you, you went in for that. Yeah. Okay. Cause I was new or, uh, it was new, but it was a demo unit. Okay. So it, I took off like a thousand bucks or something. Right. I was I was told like you know wait to get the the good ones rather than get a mid one, which I had I never a discussion with a representative from Gimo about that yep. last night. Did they say at the midnight? Same? You know, like yep. why can't the industry make a mid-level intermediate gun for people? Because what I see on the Facebook groups and stuff uh, and people posting and their frustration is you know they're shooting with uh this entry level eastwood yep and then they'll start having issues with the pieces and what they don't realize is their skill level outgrew the gun. has outgrown the gun and so they think they're failing right right yep. because something happened but it really is their skill level and they're ready for that next they're you know and really we kind of talked about it i mean there's uh you know the cool coat and that's pretty much it no right, you know, right. yeah, right? yep. you know i mean you can always go to china but yep. then i hear horror stories about that stuff exactly so, mostly horror stories with that stuff every know, now and then you get one person that which is who knows if they're real <laughs> right 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 so you know if anybody's out there that makes guns listening you know let's consider this you know beginner intermediate and then pro or expert guns well it's like know? i even wish we had even the pro guns, if they had a, you know, cause I don't, I rarely ever use more than, you know, two pounds or, mm-hmm. or, I mean, even if, if I like the Eastwood gun, you know, you put, you could put a quarter of a pound in, you know, in the gun, then you don't have to clean the whole hose, right. you know? So like, that's what I really, I didn't want to get a good gun because you have to clean the whole yeah, the hose. The whole and system. yeah. So like, you know, if Gima could make something that attaches to the gun, just with a little uh, hopper or something, yep. you know. I know that it's fluidized, so I don't know how that would. The fluidizers it. are nice. Ross does that. Yeah. And he, I mean. So I mean, that's what I have with my Norton. It, well, the fluidizers are great for metallics. Right, right, right. That's really the reason why we use fluidizers. Which actually, I, I think I have seen that some people have a fluidizer that's attached to the gun, even for like yeah. some of the. I have cheaper, seen, cheaper yeah, gun. like there's a mini one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ours is a little bigger and it just sits on the on the rack. Yeah, you know yeah, that's mean? that's what mine is too. Yeah. So, but yeah, it'd be nice if you don't have to clean up the hose all the time. You know, that's pretty much any time I get contaminants, I'm assuming it's in that. So, 
could be water filtration too. I yeah. don't know how we have like a gazillion filters. Right. You know? Yeah. I got two filters and you can always I, have another. Yeah, one. exactly. hundred percent, hundred percent. I know I don't drain my uh, air tank out nearly enough. Right. Right. And <laughs> if it's old, then you got, you know, yeah. potential for oil. And I'm, and in, other I'm in Minnesota also. So it's you know, super cold there. And yeah. Yeah. It's, it's rough. <laughs> <laughs> I still, I still strip outside. Uh, so I'm power washing when it's negative, you know, 20 degrees yeah. with a pop. Are you using like one of those uh, round tanks? Yeah, the, those, one of those yellow ones. Yep, yeah, exactly. Which, you know, I, it still strips pretty dang good, uh, you know, oh, on yeah. the cold. I don't think, even if you upgraded to a, a DE tank like we did, uh, we're never going to get away from having that. Right. And you is, know, is yours just, outside? or? No, we have a shop. Okay. We have a job shop and everything's going to be inside. Yeah. I mean, we have everything now inside. So, uh, you know, it's a commercial shop, so right. we have to yeah, yeah, exactly. client on some level. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's nice when it's on your property, though. Yeah, That's yeah, for yeah. sure. You got, you got a little bit more leeway and yeah. stuff. But uh, I really want to thank you for uh, coming down today. I know how super busy and crazy it's right. been since you won this uh, this year's award and stuff. And so, uh, you know, I, I really do appreciate it. We were kind of anxiously waiting. And yeah, yeah. I was having internet issues and we were like stressing <laughs> this morning. Plus, we're all tired. So, right. uh, you know, we were thrilled that you came down and, yeah, and took five minutes with us. I'm to, glad I was able to get down here. That's, yeah. And it's I love always, seeing all this stuff. So. Yeah, uh, it's always nice to meet a fellow powder yeah, coder. Yep. Um, you've got my card. Yep. And if you ever need anything, come call us or talk to Ross because okay. he's built. We've built our large oven uh, three or four times. Yep. And then when we moved, we built. We took the walls of the old oven and uh, used it for our sandblasting. Oh, nice. And then we decided just to build a brand new twenty-foot oven. Okay, Ten yeah. feet high and five feet wide for gates and railings because that's Perfect. what we do. But yeah, and like that's I I want to keep probably keep my oven for you know the normal yeah. stuff and then like if I have eight wheels that need to go gloss black, roll it into the big oven. You know, yeah. do it once. And... But I'll tell you that first oven, that four yeah. foot by seven foot one. Yeah. we still have it. Right. We built it in two thousand and four. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, and you're still using it. That's awesome. Today. Yeah, that's uh, my, I've been. I built mine in 2013, 2014, and you know, still using it. Every now and then, you get a wire that burns up or something, yep. and that change the pit out. Yep. You know. Yep. Exactly. Um, and you know, it, it's really. I mean, like a lot of the jobs that we still do. I mean, it was literally the only oven we had for the longest time, yep. and then now we've got the big oven too. But uh, you know, when we moved, we literally like picked it up and put it in the back of Ross's truck and towed it down to the new shop. Yep. It was kind of funny, you know, yep. uh, but we, 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 you know, we could probably use a slightly bigger one for medium sized oh, jobs, exactly. but you know, we just love that thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we've kind of grown attached to it and it, it still works. So yep. like, why, why get rid of it? Right. right? Exactly. You know? Just build another one. Keep it. <laughs> I mean, getting into the powder coating biz, as you know, is very expensive. Right. Um, but there's amazing products like Benco that, you know, really kind of help that process, especially when you have to restore something yep. or you have to redo something or whatever. Yeah, so. exactly. That's having the, a fresh, fresh B-17 the best thing ever. Like yeah. I'll, I'll use B-17 until you're sticking it into uh, powder coat gunk, you know, like, which it 
you know, takes so much longer. And then as soon as you get that fresh batch, you make so much more money. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's so worth the price for us. I mean, it's yeah. been a game changer for sure. Hundred um, percent. In fact, when we first got the B7, switched over and got B17, it was like, why did we wait so long? Hundred percent. That's yeah. Uh, I probably got chemical probably in 2014 from I don't even know who, but you know, big drum and the B17 just destroys yeah. anything you know yeah that's i love it <laughs> yeah and we just bought a tank like this one next yep. to you here we haven't installed it yet but i have a feeling we're going to repeat that same phrase and go why did it take us so long to get a b17e strip tank right you know what i mean yep. and go that direction exactly um, yep. instead of you know once i have to once i move you know everything inside i i think that has to be what i what i end up doing you know yeah. and switching over to the, the EC. They're so line. pretty right now, but you know it's going to get all messy and stuff. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to mess make right. that pretty tank all dirty. I know. It'd be a shame. <laughs> but, you know, the more dirty it is, the more money we make. It. So 100%. 100%. You got to get over that. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Anyways, thanks again for coming down and thanks talking so to us. Me. And it's so good to meet you today. Yeah, thank you. Thanks all for right. having me. Aloha, everybody.